0: What the Lord amen is saying and what the spirit of the Lord amen is requiring of us so once again want to welcome everyone this morning uh th- I want to quickly draw our attention to the scripture that we of course are familiar with but let's let's look at that scripture again all right as we look into the heart of prayer and uh, and what the spirit of God amen is saying to us Jesus in Luke chapter 18. Jesus in Luke chapter 18 made this proclamation and declaration. He said, then Jesus told his disciples a parable. You know, if, it's some, if, 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 if something is a parable, it means that there's a story behind the story. It means that there's something behind the story. There's something you need to hear. There's something you need to know. There is something, all right, this, this story all right, carries another story. This story, you know, is it, it, a covering for another story. So they want you to understand, amen, the parable in order to be able to have access, amen, to what the Lord is actually saying. So the, 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 the parable itself, amen, is, is basically a gateway, a, a, a channel, amen, to revealing the true heart, amen, of what you need to know. So whenever you you hear parable or somebody speaks in parable or in in fact the entire book of of proverbs which is a, a reflection of parable, amen, means that we don't just read things at the face value. We have to understand, amen, what 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 the what the writer or what you know you know the preacher, amen, is saying that we are not hearing. You you have to you have to have the spirit of discernment. You have to have you know an understanding. You have to go behind the scene, alright. If you, if you if you just just get entertained by by the by the by you know by the by the story or by just what you're reading. You're gonna miss out of what you know is being emphasized. So they said this is a parable. Jesus loved to speak in parable. All right. In fact, the Bible says the entire principles of the kingdom, amen, are shrouded in parable. Jesus would give a parable, so behind the parable is the true meaning, is the real word, is the true, amen, a, a, a reality of what he wants us to, to understand. So people who cannot think, who cannot reason, remember Jesus said, you know, when, when, when the disciples said, "These things you're talking about, all right, we seem not to understand it. He says, don't you know these things? It is given to you to know to, to know the mysteries of the kingdom. The mysteries of the kingdom are hidden. Amen. Are hidden within the spirit or within the, 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 the environment of parable. And the reason for that, all right, is, is not to not to just open the things of God, amen, to any Tom, jick and Harry. No, you cannot just come and say, well, I just want to read the Bible. No, no. You have to have, amen, a desire and understanding. You have to come with a spirit of humility. And this, I mean, to me, this is this is important because this is connected to prayer. So basically, what the Lord is saying is even the things that you're proclaiming, Amen, in the place of prayer, you know, are. Uh, expressions of parable. You need to you need to have a, a a connection with the heart of God because we can be asking things, we can be praying and real be praying amiss. Like the scripture says, we can be praying amiss. We can be we can be we can be asking the Lord, Amen, for certain request, Amen. But what we are asking for is not in alignment with Amen. The intentions, the prophetic intentions of God for our life. So it's important that when we're praying that we understand, Amen. That you know, th- there's another prayer beneath what we are saying, there is, there is something embedded. I don't know if I'm communicating with you. The Bible says then Jesus told his disciple, amen, a parable to show them, <laughs> to show them, can you see that so parable basically is is it's like it's like something that brings you into the real thing it it, 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 it gives you direction it, it leads you into something He told them this parable to show them to show them something so so it, uh, somebody wants to you know you know pass a message across but he's coming with you know with a story he's telling you a story and you wonder why are you telling me the story why don't you just go straight to the point no 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 it's part of you know you know the 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 mysteries and and the beauty of 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 of, of poets you know the things of god are poetic god is god is very poetic that's why you you read the book of you did the book the book of songs of solomon you read the book of ecclesiastes you read the book of you know of of of, of you know of of um, excuse me of uh, what do you call it now the book of Proverbs, and you wonder the language, alright, that is being used to, you know, to express, you know, spiritual things. They are hidden. They are shrouded, alright, in, in in story, alright, in, in revealing, you know, they, they want to speak to you about something very very important, something very precious. They use a woman, alright, they they, they they use a flower, then they, they use, you know, a mountain, then they use water, stream, they use, you know, seasons, and all of that, amen, are, are supposed to, awaken your spirit to understand something beyond just you know what you see on your face value i'm not sure if i'm making if i'm you know making a point to you this morning so we have to have that you know that that what i call i look again i look again that was what happened to Moses. Moses, Moses would have missed his whole season of preparation in the wilderness for forty years if, if he had not, you know, you know, connected. He said, "I will, I will turn to look at this mystery." The mystery, like I always say, amen, what, what Moses is seeing, Amen. The, the, the bush burning without the leaf being consumed by fire, Amen, is just to drag him, is to attract him. Many at times we get carried away, All right. by 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 the by the by the activity or by even by the story all right we've got to see we have to understand amen what we are not hearing what we are not what we are not seeing what others are not seeing we have to go behind the scene we have to go be beyond amen what you know where men stop we have to have an inquisitive spirit that's your essence of parable Unfortunately, certain part of the world they, they don't understand what parable is. They don't even appreciate what parable you know means. Right? They, 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 they are not deep in the things of, 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 of God. But beyond the things of God, they are not deep when it comes to understanding the essence of life. The essence of life, amen, is covered in parable. You, you have to have the desire to go deeper, the deep course to the deep. That's that's prayer for you. Prayer is not for the shallow, it's not it's not in the outer. Realm, amen. All of the things that we are saying and declaring, amen, are basically a gateway to usher us into something deeper. That's why we're saying prayer is not just about you praying and something gets you know to be given to you. There's more to there's more to it. There is more amen to the to the to the call to pray. There is there's a mystery in praying, there's a mystery, hallelujah. There's a life that is a place, there is a reality, there's a dimension, alleluia. Prayer is for is for those that are deep. You have to be deep you have to you have to have a sense of depth you have to have a sense of passion, calling. You have to have a sense of longing. There has to be something all right, that you want to open to enter. And when you enter, you still have a desire to want to open something else to go further. Yes, that is the place of prayer because the place of prayer, like I always say, amen, is a place where we get to be exposed, to be introduced, amen, to true spirituality. You're, you're not spiritual until you stop praying because it's when you begin to pray that they begin to show you. They begin to reveal to you. They begin to, hallelujah, open your mind and understanding you, you, you have not come amen to to a spiritual awakening until you have been awakened to prayer because that's where amen you begin to understand things all of the things that we are dealing with today all of the things that is happening in the world amen amen is boils down to one thing amen people who have sight to see what god is saying amen and those who are totally blind for what god is doing if you're blind from what, if you're blind completely from what God is doing, listen to this. You will, you will take a side. You would take, you know, maybe a white man's side, or you take a black man's side, all right? You would take a, a side of some color of skin, and you would have ma- make, make a big mistake. Hallelujah. The fact that I am I am black doesn't mean that, amen, when something goes wrong, amen, that I'll close my eyes and I just side the black, man, or the fact that I'm white, amen, then I just close my eyes, amen, and just side the white man. No, if you make decision from that point, it means that you're not a spiritual person. It means that you are not seeing things, amen, from the ascended realm of the spirit because listen to this there are two nations on earth amen There is the nation of God amen and that is the fallen race there's a fallen human alright and to as many who have accepted him He's giving them the power to enter into the into the race of the new man all of this amen we begin to understand and interact in the place of prayer so prayer is not a place where you get your own requests to be met prayer is the place earlier where you get to be changed and be transformed and start seeing things Things from his vantage view. Hallelujah. Prayer is not just about Amen. No, my need. No. You don't even know your need until you start praying. <laughs> you don't even know what you need until you start engaging with, with the things of God. Until you start, amen, connecting with the heart, with the mind of God. Because it's in the mind of God. It's when you develop the mind of Christ that you begin to realize who you are and what you're not. It's in the place of prayer that you have the ability, the capacity, the power Alright, to make decisions. The Lord was speaking to me this morning about that. What informs your decision? What informs your power of choice? How do you come to conclude on those things that you, you, have, you have decided on? How did you get to that point of arrival that you finally say, this is what I'm going to do. This is, this is the point, this is the way I'm going to take. How did you arrive there? This morning the Lord was just you know, interacting with me on, on that level. How do you, how do you, how do you make a decision? You know, we, our life is, is designed, amen, to, you know, to be, to be, to function around decisions, decisions, choices. And look at how, amen, we have, we have, we have, we have, we we are manifesting, all right? The the realities of the choices we've made in the past. Now opportunity once again, amen, is, is being given to us. We are advancing. We are stepping into a new day, new life, amen. We're entering into new realities, amen. Opportunities are being given to us to start making choices. What kind of choice are you making? What kind of decision and what is informing that decision? How do you, how do you arrive at your choice? How do you arrive at that point? How do you arrive, amen, at the place you are today? How, how are you deciding regarding the place you're going to be tomorrow? All of these, amen, are issues that we take up in the place of prayer. Or else, listen, like I always say, prayer is not just, it's just a place you go to and you present God, amen. This is what I need. This is, you know, you present God at least. No, 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 no. It's not, it doesn't work that way. I know that's the way, amen, they have taught us to pray. But I said, bring a list. You know, I I I once heard a man of God says, well, all the things that I you know that I listed, you know, I tick every every as God answers them. I said, that's good for you, but that 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 of course you know shows how how mature you are in the things of God, because in the pr- in the place of prayer you don't come with a list. Come <laughs> on, in the place of prayer you don't come with a list. They give you their own list. Heaven gives you, amen, his own list. They tell you, hallelujah, what should happen in your life. You should be ticking the list, amen, of the things that you have fulfilled regarding the things, amen, heaven has given to you. Not you presenting God a list. All right, Lord, I want a wife. I've received a wife. Lord, I want a son. I've received a son. Lord, Lord, I want, a, you, know, a, you know, a car and this color of car. Well, you've done that for me. All of that the devil can give to you. Without you touching the things of God without you touching destiny without you touching the purposes of God that's why the life of certain people today are but a misery they are, they are, they are in pain they are in regret because all the things that they thought amen that they needed that they have prayed for and they are thick they still realize that there's no joy in their life <laughs> they're, they're still wondering but i asked God for all. he gave you all. you can have all of the things that you come to de- you come to a conclusion that you need And you discover that, sorry, I'm I'm still lacking something. (laughs) I'm still in need of something. You see the point that I'm making? We have to to change our orientation regarding, amen, how we engage the things of the spirit. And that's the opportunity they've given us. You see, salvation is one thing. To go to God in the place of prayer, amen, is the process of redemption. (laughs) salvation you give your life to jesus you're saved amen but it doesn't end there now you have to offer yourself through the ministry of prayer hallelujah amen for 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 a change of, of of pattern of thinking a pattern of lifestyle amen all of those values that you have imbibed that you have believed that you have accepted amen that have defined your personality that are not aligned to the will of god is in the place of prayer hallelujah that they correct those things not in your salvation your salvation basically amen is that once you were your spirit was was dead now you are alive now you have the grace. Now you have access. Now you have authority. Now you have boldness to come to God. To present yourself to God. Amen. The day you give your life to Jesus doesn't mean that you are totally changed. There are a lot of people that have given their life to Jesus for the last 30 years of their life. Their life is still at that point where they give their life. They've never moved. You know why? Because they have not engaged their soul. They have not engaged their faculty. They have refused earlier. heaven to engage those areas of their life. That's why I said yesterday. Alright that all of the things that is happening around us today are opportunity for us to measure where we are. They are opportunity for us to see where we are. All the issues that is happening in America regarding the whites and the black or the one that is happening here, all of that are great opportunity to see, amen, where we are tilting towards. I'm not tilting to any side. I'm not on any side. I'm not on the black man's side. I'm on the white man's side. I'm on the side of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm a Joshua on the side of the Lord. Because Joshua went, he said, uh, Mr. Angel, on which side are you? <laughs> the angel said, I'm not on any side. And that's something we have to learn. That there is a side that we belong called the side of the kingdom. It's not the side of South Africa, neither is this the side of America, neither is this the side of Nigeria or Ghanaian, amen. Neither is the side of European. no. It is the side of the, of the kingdom. When you come into the kingdom life, the first thing that should begin to happen in your life, amen, is a value change, hallelujah. Is amen, a reorientation of how you see life, how you understand life, how you communicate with life, how you interact with life. All of that, hallelujah, must change, but it can only begin to change when you engage engage god in the place of prayer that is why you can't come to god in prayer in prayer if you are still cocky if you are still proud no only the humble only those who have yielded themselves hallelujah understand amen what it means to come to pray we have been called to pray the call to pray is a call to change The call to pray is a call, amen, to be reformed, to be transformed. The call to pray is a call to to, to let go, amen, of our old life. You can't be praying for something while you are not changing. God doesn't answer such prayer. The intentions of God for your life first is to change you before he blesses you. Let me repeat that. The intentions of God for your life is to change you before he bless you. Lest he bless you and the blessing becomes a curse. Because if God blesses you, amen, with an unreformed mind, with an, with, with, with an unchanged lifestyle, hallelujah, who is to be blamed? They will blame God because he's the one that bless you. <laughs> he's the one that blesses you. So God blesses us. When we are changed, the highest blessing you can receive is the blessing of a nature change. Have you noticed Jacob was seeking for a a blessing? He said, no, we want to change you first. We want to change you first, because if we don't change you, right, the blessing is going to become an hindrance, amen, to the entire prophetic program of God. That's why certain things seem to be delaying in your life. You're asking, they say, why? We're going to that thing is is secondary. We want to address that area of your life, because we have seen in the past how God brought certain people into certain, certain, you know, little things, just little things they give to them. Just little money they add to their account, just little thing they give to them. Suddenly, the beast in them, amen, was empowered. Yes. The beast, amen, got more expression, got more bold. <laughs> so God is not just about, particularly in the in the nature of the days that we live in. If you're if you're one going to God for a blessing, and you and there are issues in your life, amen, that you have refused them to confront. Ah, uh, you are delaying the blessing. Whatever that blessing is, you are delaying it. Because God loves us so much. He loves us too well. He loves us too much, amen, to give us something that would destroy us. All of the issues happening across the globe today, amen, are issues of the blindness of men. Issues, amen, of the decisions that men have made. He told them a parable, amen, to show them that men always ought to pray. Amen. Life was designed and defined, amen, to depend on certain things. Everything. Check you, check anything around you. There's something that that thing depends on to survive. There is nothing that stands on its own. There is no, there is no man. There is no home, family, institution, hallelujah, government that function just by its own. Everything, hallelujah. Even, even that idea has been stolen by the devil. Nations depend on themselves. That's 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 the world we live in today. Everything depends on something to survive. You can't wake up one morning, South Africa can't wake up tomorrow now. I'm starting and begin to make certain decisions certain nations will rise up against against that decision that you have made you think you think you are just you know a, a sovereign nation no you, there's no sovereign nation every nation is connected to another another institution another nation another god knows who a, alliances that defines and determine hallelujah what happens in your nation they stole that principle from god everything is interdependent there is, no in, there is no independence somewhere. We talk about a, a nation takes independence. No, look at France. Look at what France is still doing in Africa, in the Francophones, like I said some time ago. I mean, this is the 21st century. France is still controlling, amen, their currency. So, what freedom are you talking about? You understand this, friends? So, you, what I'm, what I'm saying is, that's a design, that is a program that was designed by God. God designed everything to depend on him. Particularly man. Man was designed to depend on him. So, so prayer, amen, is awakening ourselves, amen, of our source. If prayer is awakening yourself to your source, amen. <laughs> the scripture says, without me you can do nothing, absolutely nothing. So, like I said, prayer is not well, well, well. I've been praying for this, you know, for this three months, six months, six years. Finally, the breakthrough has come. Listen, in prayer, there is no arrival. Even if you gain the world. Even, amen, if by tomorrow, everything you ever need in terms of material things, amen, are at your beck and call. Listen to this. You will still need to what? To wake up in the morning and pray as if you have nothing. And pray as if, amen, you, you know, your, your your next breath depends on that prayer. You don't understand life until you start praying. You don't even know who you are until you start praying. Like I was saying, you don't know what you can do. Amen. Until you start praying. Amen. And the things that you will do and you will shock yourself, you will be disappointed yourself. Amen. As a result of your lack of dependence on God. The kings of the earth, when they decide to break away from God, see what they are building. They're creating giants in the earth, and the giants, amen, are destroying them. Jesus told this parable to his disciple. Like I said, it was a parable that was supposed to express, reveal something deeper. When you, when you open amen, the unseen chapters, the unseen pages in a parable, uh, you, will see, you will see volumes of, of truth, of messages. You will come into depth reality of things, all right. That, that that will begin to that will begin to open your spiritual frequencies and channels in the spirit. Prayer is a journey, an unending journey. Prayer is a journey, an unending journey. It's in the place of prayer that our our spirituality get to override and consume our humanity. Jesus told them this, he told his disciples this parable to show them, to reveal to them, to expose them that they should always, they should always, that men should always pray and not to give up. And not to give up. I like the translation that says, and not to faint. Because that that word faint connotes, amen, a losing of consciousness, a slacking and a drawing back, you know, a falling away. The Bible says in the last day, there shall be a falling away. Why will men be falling away? What are they falling away from? They're falling away from the path. They're falling away from the divine order, from the divine standard, from the divine, you know, program of the Spirit. It's going to be a, a falling away. You know why men fall away? Because they have stopped praying. I, I, I don't know how far far now, you know, how far we can go in explaining. Like I always say, you, you, there, is no, there is no one, one, one one definition to prayer. Because the more you, you think you can define prayer, the more they show you something else, the more re- they reveal something to you. Because prayer is a life of the Spirit. That is why if you read about great men and women who have represented God to their generation, check their life, they were people of prayer. They were people of prayer. I once read about 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 the prayer the prayer ministry of of Wachmani. I have some some guys that I I mean their book have you know were like manual to me back in those days while I was growing. A M Bonds, A M Bond is a man of prayer. Um, I mean a man given to prayer. There's a man, you know, Smith Wigglesworth. Some of you maybe you have heard of Smith Wigglesworth. Robert Lairdon wrote a book about him, the Ghost General. These are people who who yielded their life. What about, you know, uh, uh, Ellen Cook? You know, uh, 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 what about that woman who, 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 who I mean, who performs miracle like, you know, see miracle like the children's bride? Catherine Kuhlman. I mean, Catherine Koeman, you, 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 you enter into the lift with her. Everybody just, you know, just slum there, just slum down there. She never said nothing, never touched nobody. Just minding her own business, standing there. You're going to, you know, floor seven. Well, I'm going to floor 10. Okay, let's come together. And before you know it, everybody was (laughs) lying on the floor. But what are you talking about? This thing is real, friends. Listen, listen. If you, have, if you have not come into the realities of the things of the spirit, spiritual things will look strange, will look like you are you're, you're speaking fairy tale. say <laughs> says fairy tale. <laughs> this is no fairy tale. You have not given enough time to discover the ways of the spirit, the ways of God. When we begin to give amen, attention and attendance to our spiritual state. They will begin to awaken us. To the state. Of the things of heaven. When you, when you are captured by all of the things happening in the earth today. Listen to this. You will make decisions you are not supposed to make. You will take a side you are not supposed to take. All right, You will, you will be mute when you are supposed to be speaking. And you will be speaking when they say be quiet. Because your life is not regulated by the things of heaven. Complex decisions and issues in your workplace, amen, will, will, will be buffeting you every day. Why? Because you're not a person of prayer. You'll be wondering why amen, everybody's getting promoted and you are behind. Yes, because you're not praying. You say, can that happen? Of course it's happening and it will continue to happen. And if you're not you're not being promoted, you understand why you're not being promoted. So it's not like, well, I pray, I, I got promoted. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I, I, need, I need to balance that thought before you think, well, the more I pray, the more I get promoted. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you see, we need to balance these things. Or else somebody say, Well, if I can just pray the more, I'm gonna get an increment. Either more pray. No, it doesn't work like that. You can be praying all your life, and they say, We want you to remain there. The beauty is that you know that, amen, you are journeying with God, you're praying. So, whatever comes your way, because you have been informed in the place of prayer, hallelujah, you have the ability, amen, to maintain your place. Because listen to this when you journey with God, it is God who define and determine your measure of blessing in the earth. It's not man. Man has man has not been given such a power to define and to determine amen the measure of, of wealth and blessing that amen a believer will come into God has not given such person the power but I'm saying if you're not a person of the spirit, the enemy Alia can take advantage yes of your ignorance of your of your blindness. men always ought to pray and not to give up. You always ought to. All, always, always. It's a parable Jesus was giving. Then he went and began you know, to, to, to speak about this you know, you know, you know, certain woman. The Bible says you know, in verse 2, he said in a certain town, in a certain town, there's a town. Maybe it's your town. Maybe it's your community. Or in a certain village. In a certain community. In a certain city. In a certain suburb. Amen. There was a judge. Who neither fear God or care about men. Does that sound like the days we live in? It seems our judges, you know, when you talk about a judge, you're talking about leadership. You're talking about people who have the who have the authority to make decisions that affect, that affect a condition, that affect lives. You know, these judges, they are given, they are given responsibility, all right, to make decisions. When they make decisions, it impacts other people's life it impacts amen if you're gonna get promoted if you're gonna you know if you're gonna get increment, if you're gonna get you know that job if you're gonna get all right that house that space if you're gonna be able to build that you know you know uh uh, you know auditorium or you know whatever these all right there are certain position powers that people have amen to make on behalf of the state the bible says there is a certain judge who neither fear God, neither fear God nor fear men. The Bible says, "Amen." This judge neither fear God or care about men. Now we're, we're we're comparing, we're contrasting, we're comparing and contrasting. Listen, they say there's a woman, all right? Excuse me, there's a judge. Jesus began by saying, "Men always ought to pray." Amen, and he used a. Parable, right? this parable, this parable, this is the parable right now, all right? that is going to show us the power of prayer, the power, hallelujah, to engage in a day where we are dealing with systems. You see, this judge in our day has become a system because we have a system, Amen. That that are that have positioned themselves. We have systems that have been ruled. That when you look at when you look at things in the human realm, you 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 you. I mean, you have no say. When you look at the way certain things are positioned right now, when you look at the way that certain judges, certain systems are speaking, you will think it's over. I mean, like if you look at, like I always say, with regards to the issue of you know, uh, 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 human rights and you know, uh, racism and xenophobia and all of that, if you look at the position that has been taken, all right, listen, like I always say, the battle is not on the street. The battle is with certain powers with certain powers in government that have interfaced with certain spirit. Those are the place we should be directing, amen, our, you know, our, you know, our, you know, our rejection, alright, it's not on the street, on the streets is good, it's political and it's been hijacked in America, alright the issue of, you know, black Black life matters has been hijacked by the left, it's been hijacked, amen, by, by the Jezebels, amen, who want to topple, amen, the the, the, the council of God, amen, in America, and we've got to have sight into all of these things, less, less everybody's saying black life matters but you don't know that you have, you've joined uh, you know, the, the the rebels, you've joined ungodly people, alright, who's I mean, these people, they only, they look for opportunity. Once they find any opportunity that is rife, all right, mm, they latch onto that, all right? <laughs> While Donald Trump has his own mistakes and the things he needs to correct, but the people that want to topple him are now, amen, using this issue of Black, Black Life Matters, all right, to clamp down, to, to advance their purpose. So we have to have prophetic sight that even as we seek for liberty and freedom and and, and and human rights and all of those things that we don't find ourselves, amen, Siding the people that wants to build amen, altars of Baal in the land. The Jezebels of this world have a jacket. So it's not like I, I 100% I don't even support what Donald Trump is doing, but I'm just saying, we, you see, the, the days we're living, we have to have sight. We have to have insight, understanding. All right? that when we see certain things we've got to stay back and, and and look at it from the eyes, from the perspective of the spirit and this is why I'm bringing prayer into this, we have to have, because when you pray, the more you pray the more your spirit, Aliyah, is informed, the more your spirit is reformed, the more your spirit is restored, the more your spirit is transformed, the more you pray the more you are aligned, the more you are awakened, the more you are revived if you want to call it revival, the more Alia, you are able to see things from the vantage view of heaven not from the humanistic idea of uh, we want freedom, no man can give you freedom no nation no institution not even the UN can give freedom like I said some time ago even the UN is being controlled by certain powers So, we cannot depend. The point is, we cannot depend, amen, on human strength, amen, to resolve spiritual battle. No, no, you cannot. We have to see things. The things that are happening, amen, all around us are all part of a bigger picture of, amen, the advancement of the purposes of God in the earth. They are all part of Alleluia. The coming, the nearness of the kingdom of God. Our context of engaging life must be done from a higher reality of the coming of the kingdom of God. He said, repent. The kingdom of God is near you. The more the kingdom of God comes near us, the more we have on understanding the more we have insight the more we have revelation hallelujah to stay to stick to god's side hallelujah and not to choose a side amen from the world system in the world system is either you are for us or against us that's the world system the world system is, is either you are for us or you are against us. That's the world system. But that but, but that's not the system of God. The system of God, Aleleah, is that there is a different dimension. There is a different... Listen, there's always, there's always the, the other side that is not connected to their side. It's going to take a while for people to understand the things that I'm talking about. And if you make a decision based on zeal, based on, you know, some political statement, you want to make political statement, you will find yourself in a position where you're going to be regretting your decisions. You're going to, a lot of people, this, listen to this, this is how many Christians, all right, their spirituality will be deflated. I said it some time ago, all right, Heaven, heaven has brought us into a new day. Have you noticed that this issue right now is, is almost overriding the battles that we've been facing for a while in terms of corona? The issue of race now, racism, has almost over. These are all, listen, as one is passing, another is going to come. If all, all, all of these are designed to overwhelm your heart, that's why I made a statement yesterday, we're not overwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. I am very excited about what is going on in the earth. I am very, very sighted. I understand the, all the narratives, the narratives from Europe, the ma- the narratives, amen, of of you know of of America, the, nar- the narrative of Africa, and all of the rest. The narrative, amen, coming from China. You've got to have sight. That's a power of the spirit that you're able to make precise, accurate decision. Decision, amen. That first of all informs you on where you stand, amen, and decisions that 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 that. that um, empowers you in terms of interfacing amen with the world because listen you don't have another world to live in you have the same world amen, the same world that is looking crazy you must live there you must survive in babylon <laughs> you've got to survive you must survive. You must learn. You must know how to survive in Babylon. <laughs> so while they're, they're choosing outside, they're fighting themselves. You know, fighting color and fighting race and fighting. You know, and these things. These are real battles. They are real battles that cannot be handled on a face value. That's what we're talking about. We're saying that if we're going to deal with these complex issues, amen, issues that will be rising in your workplace, issues that will be rising, amen, in your home, amen, in your domestic life as a husband, as a wife, amen, issues of raising your children, issues of where to send your children to, issues of where, amen, to do business, who to do business with, issues of, you know, where to buy things, all of these issues, defining and demanding decisions every second of the day. You have to be a person of the spirit. That's the point that I'm making. Lest you begin to sample things. (laughs) Let me see if I can find that scripture. Lest you start sampling things. Oh, hallelujah. Where's that scripture? I know it's in Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, they give you a night. Yeah, you find it in Joshua chapter chapter nine. So, what you, you get what I said? Lest you start sampling, you start sampling things. Ah, this looks like, um, you know, a case for eyeglasses. <laughs> ah, uh-huh. <laughs> you start sampling things. You feel it. Ah, no, no, this is a nice case. But there are things you don't know about the case. You don't know that even the case that you're looking at, maybe he's been poisoned. You you just look at things on the face value. Say, so, ah well that that's a cup. What's this? Is a cup. What's inside? Oh, it's is tea. You start sampling things. <laughs> You see, you sample things because you use your human human imagination. You see, our our listen, our our five senses has been developed, has been well, in fact, not well developed, but at, at least it's developed to the point that we can easily so make decisions based on you know what we see, what we feel, what we touch, what we taste, what we hear, you know, all of those things. You know, it's so easy to make decisions based on that. But hey, there is another dimension, there is a sixth sense that a we don't know about. We many of us know about it, but we have not developed it. And that is the point where we must finally make a decision, Hallelujah, that we don't live our life, Amen, sampling things, and then only for you to realize, what? How, how come? <laughs> Everything looks perfect. Have you made decision like that before in your life? Everything looks fine, perfect. I I, I studied the thing, I read through, you know. <laughs> I'm mean, not talking about you know you know somebody trying to sell you you know uh 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 you know an insurance that everything is in fine letters that you can't even read it. No, I'm talking about the thing is so legible before you you can read everything but you still make mistake. <laughs> you still make mistake. Yes. You 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 have dotted all the t's. You know everything you <laughs> because you made a decision based on your own strength. Your strength is your five senses. The strength of the spirit, amen, is the sixth dimension, is the sixth senses, hallelujah, which is the sense of the spirit. I get what I'm saying. But we understand, amen, that spiritual things are defined in the seventh realm. But I'm saying amen, that if this, because they say man has five senses, all right, but there's just another one. There's another one where when you talk about, you know, uh, 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 defining humans in the world system, they don't look at man as a spiritual being. When they say they say a man is, is you know is just a mortal is a soul, he's a soul. They don't believe that we've got a spirit. Some some scientists do not believe that man is a spirit. Well, they believe that there's something somewhere, some spiritual. No, but when you say a man is a spirit, you see, because when you say a man is a spirit, that's a game changer to everything that science stands for. So they will continue to abide and stand by that lie that man is not a spirit. In fact, they will tell you that man, alright, his point of making decision, amen, is in the brain. But we, you and I, know that that's not true. At, at least I've read, you know, some mat- some psychological material, alright, to the point that people have been able to say, no, there is something between the the heart of man that they, they are picking signals, amen, that allow man to make decision from that point. That it's not just about the brain. I'm talking about scientific, you know, materials that I read. So somehow they're beginning to believe that there's something in man. Of course we know that you cannot see the soul of man because the soul of man is not something that when you, when you open, you know, you, you, you open man, then you say, oh, that's the soul. You can't see the soul of man. You need the eyes of the spirit to see these things. So if we are making decisions based on just what we can touch, we can feel, all right, we can taste, on the things that we can see under the microscope, we'll be making a big mistake. You don't want to do that. You you don't want to find yourself in such a position. That's the point that I'm making. Alright? Gideon, you know, uh, uh, Gideon, powerful warrior, powerful warrior, he was sampling things. We're dealing with, amen, men always ought to pray and we're looking at the effect, the impact, amen, when we take the position, amen, of prayer. When you take the position of prayer, that is a game changer. When you take the position of prayer, that is a place where you become enhanced. You become an enhanced humans. The world is trying to create, enhanced humans. They're trying to buy, you know, you know, all kinds of gene, or right? you know, you know, they want their their children to be, you know, to be extra intelligent. They they they're doing all kinds of things. Give their children. I mean, people are doing all kinds of things today. They want their children to have blue eyes, green eyes, all right. There are all kinds of you know things that people science is doing today to enhance humans. One of these days, humans humans are gonna become by you know bi, you know uh, uh, you know engines you know m- machines. You're gonna, they're mixing they're mixing biology, amen, and 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 and, and science together. They want to create or right, a certain kind of superhumans. Humans that will that will be reflecting amen, a position of of a computer. Humans, that, I mean, these are things that once you have a child, they inject that child with all these things. Superhumans <laughs> they're doing that. There are certain schools that have been set aside now that you send your children to those schools they train them to become genius. People have been have been you know are receiving all kinds of you know implantations. people have been injected with all kinds of things to know things, to understand things, to fight things. They're creating all kinds of, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, medicines that, are uh, you know, that will not make you age. At the age of fifty and sixty, you're still looking at, looking like you're, you're you know, you're, you're, are thirty years old, 28 years old. All of these things are real. They, are, they already have those drugs. So, so if the issue of, well, um, I don't want to age. I want to look ever young. They already have medicine for that. <laughs> Is there anything that is created outside the order and the system of God that can last? They say we will rise up, we will build a tower to reach God. That's the same principle men are following today. People still want to reach God. They want to reach the position of a God. Amen. The mountains are rising up. But as the arising of the Bible says, Amen, they would never come to the place of the mountain of the Lord's house. In the last day, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the chief mountain. Do you know what that means? That's a condition of your spirit. It's not where you live. It's not how high your, your house is. <laughs> it's not how fat I mean, your, your, your salary is. No. The mountain of the lost house is a condition of your spiritual life. We govern the earth. We rule. Will the ecclesia define and determine, hallelujah, what will finally happen in the earth? It's not the antichrist. Let them continue to do what they're doing. But listen to this. If you are not growing and you are not developing in the spirit, you are going to serve Egypt. You are going to build pyramid. In this last day, listen, men will be building church. People who say they are Christian believers, they will be building pyramids for Egypt. They will be building bricks, stones, you know, for Egypt. Yes. Why? Because they have refused to yield themselves, to surrender themselves, amen, to the workings of the spirit. Yes. They will be captured and be led into Babylon. Unfortunately, they will not have the spirit of Daniel. Because they are the one who woke up, hallelujah, who created for themselves gods, who began to look for new gods. The Lord was speaking to me about that yesterday. When, when, when Israel begin to fashion for themselves and create for themselves new gods, because they are so insecure, they look at what is going on across the world around the world they say wow everything is going on for the people of the world we also must create for ourselves another god they forget about amen the god of their father the bible says in that day when they were faced in fact the bible says when when men began to do god brought the enemy to their gates god brought the powers of darkness to to buffet them at the gate in the day of war 40 000 men earlier were completely clueless regarding what to do. They have no armor. They have no armory. They have no weapon until Deborah rose up. What a woman. Like I said, Deborah is not just a type of a woman. She's a she's a she's a reflection of a prophetic spirit. God is going to be raising up in this season to steer the heart, amen, of of His leader to jealousy, to awaken the nations again to jealousy. Then they will come back to God. That's Deborah for you. It's a dimension of a life that we're coming into. There's a spirit of Deborah in me that will awaken us, amen, to steer to to awaken others, amen, to jealousy to serve God. I, Deborah, rose up in the days where men have been defeated. Why? Because they built for themselves new gods. God brought, amen, the enemy to their gates. Does that look like what is going on in the world today? Of course, yes. That's why it's a prophetic word. We've got to have a prophetic word, amen, prophetic spirit to understand prophetic word. What I'm saying quickly, amen, Joshua sampled the things that the Gibeonites, the Gibeonites are supposed to be their enemy. They were supposed to root out. They were supposed to bring down amen, everything that that stands against the values and the standard of God. But the Gibeonites knew that they could not defeat the Israelites. They said, okay, what we're going to do, amen, is that we are going to deceive them. We will will enter into alliance with them, but we will not let them know. So so they came and deceived Joshua, the commander of the army of God. They brought, you know, fake wine and fake bread. (laughs) The Gibeonites, not too far from where they are, amen, in their campaign of advancing the purposes of God. The Gibeonites told them, "We we have come from afar. We heard of the fame of God among you. We have come from afar, amen, to join allegiance with you, to surrender, to submit to you guys. Let's walk together. Joshua, who ought to know better? To go seek the face of God and say, what are these people saying, Lord? Are they really saying the truth? Oh, are they just deceiving us? Hey, that you will not go into certain decisions and business without, amen, asking the Lord in the days we live in. That you will not, amen, make decision because somebody says, well, well, everything looks fine, just sign it. No, I'm not going to sign it, I'm going to wait first. I'm talking about the impact and the power of prayer. When you stop praying and you pray, amen, in alignment with, amen, the kingdom of God. When you pray, amen, the prayer of God's kingdom. He said, we should pray, your kingdom come. Imagine the kingdom of God come into, amen, that space that Joshua, excuse me, yes, that Joshua was. When the Gibeon had come, the kingdom of God, the activities of the kingdom would have spoken to Joshua. Ah, ah, these ones have come to deceive you. Let me read scripture. I'm trying to find a place where it said the sample, but I, I think what you should do just read the entire scripture so that I don't I don't want to lose my thought from what we are looking into, alright. But the given that came, you'll find it in Joshua chapter nine. So read the entire scripture, alright, so you can see what God is saying there. The sample what they brought, the sample the bread and the sample, amen, you know, the the wine skin. You, say, uh, you guys are saying the truth. And they went into alliance with them. Three days later, they discovered that the Gibbonites were lying to them. You make certain decision, then you realize, whoa, 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 what have I done? What, what have I done? No way. You, you were too in a hurry. Because when it's time to pray, say like, ah, well, I don't have time now to pray. You don't understand that not having time to pray, amen, is basically killing yourself slowly, is destroying yourself is is exposing yourself to unnecessary unnecessary battles amen is exposing yourself to the influence to satanic influence When you pray, hallelujah, you abide under the shadow of the Almighty. When you pray, you abide in the secret place. When you pray, you go forth in the power and in the might of God. When you pray, hallelujah, you have boldness, courage, you have the ability. You know, the world system will teach you self-confidence. You know, all kinds of books that you that you're going to come across that many people are reading. Amen. How to develop (laughs) self-confidence. listen to this all of those principles are all soulish you want to have self-confidence stop praying you want to have boldness amen to address issues in your workplace start praying i used to be a very timid person i used to be growing up because i mean many of you already know my my life story Growing up, all right, my situations around my life growing up made me amen, someone who never, I never believed in myself. I used to be very timid, very timid. I'm not even sure of what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not sure if what I'm saying amen, is, 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 is right or wrong. So I, I'd rather keep quiet. But one thing I know about myself back in those days, you know, I'm very self-willed, you know. I, when I believe in something, I believe in it. But because of the environment that shaped me, guess what? Even in what I believe, I don't I don't express it, I just keep it until I gave my life to Jesus. And I, I told you guys, well, the first thing I did when I gave my life to Jesus, I used to be very timid. I mean, you can push me here and there. I'll do I, whatever, I'll do it. I mean, I used to live with my uncle. This uncle is like a, a, a tyrant. I mean, I was scared of this man, I was literally scared of this man. When I'm I'm in the sitting room, when he comes, I get up. Because I don't know the next thing that is going to happen to me. (laughs) But the greatest thing that happened to me when I gave my life to Jesus, this man one day I remember. It's not somebody who drinks all the time, but I remember this particular day. He called me and he said, go get me, go buy me a bottle of beer. (laughs) And I looked at him and I said, I'm not going. Even me, I was shocked at myself. I didn't know how I said that. I said, I'm not going. He said, what? I said, I'm not going. I mean, I don't even know what came upon me. I said, I'm not going. I said, but you say you're a Christian. Because this man is a Christian. He's a deacon in the church. Baptist church. <laughs> I was crazy. I said, I'm not going. Oh my word. This man bit me to coma. But I got my freedom that day. <laughs> you see, he, he actually bit me. I was lying on the floor. I thought I was going to die. But guess what? I got my freedom for the fact that I was able to open my mouth to say, I am not going. I mean, I was thanking God and that was where my deliverance began. That's why today, if you put me in front of a man, the president of South Africa, with all due respect, sir, I will tell him the truth. Because you can only kill me once. Right? And guess what? A dead man, you can't kill. <laughs> you cannot kill a dead man. I mean, I got my... F- now, all of that began when I began to pray. The more I knew God, the more I began to change. The more I got bold. The more I got confident. The more I got, you know, courage. The more I began to know things. So the things that I never knew. Hallelujah. I were part of my life. Suddenly, I began to see my life bloom like a flower. I'm telling you, I've be- began to see my life bloom like a flower suddenly people began to come around me people will ask me things i mean i I became almost like you know solomon (laughs) when people need wisdom they will come to me they will ask me things i don't like but i mean and these things just come like that until i realize wait a minute the secret is prayer (laughs) okay because when i'm praying the lord is speaking to me i'm picking things i'm hearing things you know i'm knowing things Suddenly, my life, hallelujah, became a reflection of truly, a reflection of the glory of God. And that's why till today, I've been praying for more than 35 years of my life, I've been praying. Anyone who knows me, will know that this man is called to pray. I didn't have any special direction of prayer. I just love pray until I realized that God called me to pray for nations. I was lying down when I heard the voice of a man say to me, come to South Africa. South Africa need engineers. Prayer brought me to this nation. I was a pastor. Every day in the church, I will, I will call my guys, come, let's pray for the nation of South Africa. I prayed for this nation for more than 10 years before I came to this nation. That's why I'm not moved by what somebody is, no, no. I have prayed and I'm still praying. What am I saying? When you start praying, your life gets to be fast-tracked. You get to be accelerated. You are not afraid of anything, nor any situation. The Bible says you will not be afraid, amen, of the pestilence. You will not be afraid of the arrow. You will not be afraid of darkness. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I've been through a situation in my life. I was living in a particular house. Some criminals came to the house. Well, I don't know. Well, let me not say some, but at least a criminal jumped into the house. A thief came into the house. And everybody was scared to death. But I had this boldness. This this, this thing just came upon me. And I was speaking. I, I opened the door. The woman of the house was still saying, Hey, pastor, pastor, don't go. Pastor. <laughs> I said, leave me. Not where I am. I, I opened the door. It's like the Spirit of God just ha- arrest this, this guy. He was by the door, just looking at me, like just standing by the door. I grabbed him by the neck. He wanted to jump the gate. I pulled him down. I gave him a kick of, of, of his life. I, I told him, if you come here again, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I stood three days. My leg was like this because I kicked him in a way. I didn't know how to kick. My, my leg was swelling. But guess what? everybody I mean and that brought a kind of reverence to the house everybody was looking how did you do that I said well I didn't know but I just knew that I had this boldness you say when you start praying you' are not afraid you are no no there's something that prayer the spirit of God when Jesus said the spirit of the Lord is upon me that can only happen if you're a person given to prayer many of us don't know what prayer is yet and we need to pray we need to pray. I sick things in my life. I've I've I've, I've I, I I was renting a house. <laughs> the wall that divides me and this other uh, this other room, amen. There's a witch that lives there, a witch, a non-witch. She lives there. Sometimes when I pray, I feel like, you know, there's, there's there's a there's a presence behind me, all right, wanting to attack me. And I look back sometimes. You could feel, I could feel darkness around me. Now take my stand. Now pray and I continue to pray. And as I'm praying, I'll be hearing this woman. She'll be making all kinds of noise, making all kinds of incantation, And then she'll be pouring water all over the place. I didn't know what that meant until I went to study and realized that oh, she was trying to counter my prayer. <laughs> she carries water and she all over the, and they own the house. so I can't even begin to say, no, you, you, you know, I, I, you've got to leave this place. No, they owned, I was renting the house. The brother rent the, they rent the apartment to me. But the sister is a witch, a non-witch. And she will confront me in real life and i said to her you can do me nothing you can it's in that same house that i got the healing amen of my ulcer that same house listen to this when you pray you govern the atmosphere there's something that happens this is a nation that i've not understood the power of prayer and i want to raise a company of people in this nation who will pray who will pray down lay a storm. Who will pray down the will of God. Who will pray down the counsel of God. We can take the land by prayer. A wicked judge is there. That's where we began from. I've not forgotten. There's a wicked judge. Amen. Who does not regard God nor, nor, nor care for men. But this woman. this The, the, the stories about the woman. Lay a, who took a stand. Listen to this. Certain prayer you pray, God will answer you. Some, it will take a while. Can I tell you, can I give you, can, can I give you a word? Certain prayer you're gonna pray, you're not gonna see the result in your lifetime. <laughs> you're not gonna see the result in your lifetime. But your children will be the inheritors of that prayer. Aye! Your grandchildren will be the inheritors of the prayer you pray. Don't you know that? Amen. Prayer is transgenerational. <laughs> they said of Timothy, Amen. The spirit, the spirit that was in your grandmother and in your mother, you know, uh, Louis. The spirit that was in your grandmother, Amen, that passed, Amen, to your mother. That same spirit is in you. <laughs> That's go read about Timothy. That's what they said. This thing is what's in your grandmother. <laughs> That's why mothers who can pray, eh, they create problems for their children. Mothers who have no capacity to pray. May the spirit of Deborah rise up in our day. We need mothers, mothers who can pray. Of course, we need fathers to pray. Of course, that's a normal thing. It's a normal thing for fathers to pray. Amen. That's the order. Have you noticed that in our day, no, fathers don't pray? It's the mothers that pray. But yet, amen, at least in this part of the world that I live in. I don't see mother get up in the morning, early in the morning, rising up to, to really pray. I know there are a few mothers doing it, but I'm saying it's not it's not something that is that is that that, that that is on the increase. We should see more of that. We should see where amen. Mothers are crying unto God, amen, for the destiny of their children and that of the nation. That's why they call Deborah amen. Uh, 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 um, that's Deborah, a mother in Israel. A mother is one who gives birth. There are things we must birth in the spirit. We birth them. There are things we've got to apprehend in the spirit. We've got to capture them in the spirit. A battle we have not won in the spirit, you will never have the victory in the human realm. The Lord told me that years ago. (laughs) What you have not received a breakthrough for in the spirit, don't expect... a manifestation in the real life whatever breakthrough you have in the spirit listen to this, it's only a matter of time before you begin to walk into what? the manifestation spiritual things are real friends in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men And there was a widow in that town. So there's a judge in the town. He has no regard for God, nor does he have a care for men. But there was a a widow in that town. Can you see all the characters? A widow. There's nobody to help her. She has no husband. But there was a widow in the town who kept coming to him. With the plea Grant me justice Against my adversary For some time He refused But finally he said to himself Even though I do not Fear God or care about men Yet because this widow Kept bothering me I will see that she gets justice <laughs> I will see That she gets justice she, shes He's got the power amen, To do it But he refused to do. But the woman refused to give up. You see, the persistence we have in the place. Because Jesus is telling this story. Amen. Remember, it's a parable. Jesus is giving giving us this parable, this story, amen, to buttress the fact that men always ought to pray. The prayer, amen, is consistency. Prayer, amen, is consistency. For years, I prayed for my son. I stood in the gap. They say he's got Aspargian syndrome. (laughs) He will not be able to, you know, socialize like a normal, normal children. He will not be able to connect and understand certain things. I said, okay, we went from pillar to post from, you know, this, 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 this psychologist to that God knows what, but I took my stand in the place of prayer. I took my stand. God says stand. I took my stand against the spirit of asparja, whatever they call it. I said to my wife, we're no longer going any we're no longer going to any of this God knows what again. No, we're going to I'm going to take this thing up in the, Listen to these friends. In the night I will get up. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., I will go to his bed and I'll be prophesying. I'll be demanding a change. I'll be demanding a shift in the spirit. I'll be praying... I I mean tears the tears will roll down it will dry up it will come again I, I will pray I will pray I will prophesy I will decree I will declare sometimes I'll be walking I could walk for you know few miles sometimes you know 12 20 miles I'm walking and I'm praying because we've got this big place where you can just walk nobody sees you I'll be walking and I will be making decrees I'll be praying and I'll be demanding a change in the life of Samuel Akintola Today his life is a testimony. We, talk, we took him to a special school, you know, for, for children like that who, who will not be able to relate in other schools, who cannot relate in normal schools. We took him there. But we saw we saw the condition that we said, ah no, 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 no. Our son does not deserve to be in this kind of a place. Because when you accept that, that's what your child is gonna be. Listen, there are certain things that they told you, this is, this is it. You've come to accept it. Then the devil said, so, so shall it be. (laughs) No, if you take your stand and say no. Listen, listen friends. I, I do not have the power to, to go to the judge and say, avenge me. <laughs> but I knew there's a judge, there's a God. I, I took that case to the court of heaven. You see, there is a place that we can come to call the court of heaven. And when the Bible says, and the king will sit in judgment. I said, God, you will sit in judgment over this situation. I will never allow this proclamation to become... The manifestation of the life of my son today is life is a miracle. Change completely, transformation. Things they say could not do, he's doing it. You know, my son is that. You know, the Asperger syndrome is like, you get injured. Let's say somebody get injured now. He, do- he doesn't know the difference. The the, the the idea to sh- to show care and say oh you're injured sorry it doesn't know that it, it can't connect to that that was that was the challenge of aspart syndrome. that was one of the one of the symptoms of aspartjan so children like that you would think they don't care you think that you're dealing with something it's a spirit today if something happens to me or i i, I, I sneeze or so, the first thing my my son will say is are you okay, daddy? I, I, sometimes the tears just roll down my eyes because I knew what that meant. I understand what that meant. Heal! 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 The power of prayer! When you pray, you engage in the world of the spirit. There are still things we are dealing with that will look like they are not going to go, but they will go. Because when you are a man, amen will take your stand. You never give up. You take your position. You refuse to give up. Listen to this. They say, well, that, that situation will never change. Watch, Watch that thing change. And if that thing, amen, does not change it's because God has defined and determined it that it will not change in your lifetime, but it will change. There is nothing contrary to the the values, to the standard of God that will not give way, that will not, amen, change. You may not see the change. After all, the Bible talk about, amen, those who went before us. The Bible says they did not enter the promise. They saw it from afar, hallelujah, and they embraced it, waiting for you and I to come into it. That's, the, that's what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews waiting for us so that's why we've got to have a prophetic understanding, there are things I'm praying for amen, in my life, in my family in my home, amen, that I want to see a change they have not happened yet, but I know it will happen so you don't give up You don't you don't give up you don't give up there are things I want to see happen change in this community, I will see it happen and if it's not in my lifetime it will still happen, but we don't give up praying you see, because if you want to see certain things happen in your lifetime, and you don't see them, you may get discouraged. The devil have used that to discourage a lot of people from praying. So say, so you've been praying for how many years now? <laughs> the thing is go from bad to worse. Don't stop. Continue to pray. Why? Because God gave us prayer as a solution to human challenge. But beyond just a solution to human challenge, amen, is a key to having a standing before him. Oh, come on. It's a key. Prayer is a key to having what? A standing. To have a posture before the Lord. It's it's an invitation. Amen. To watch. To listen. Amen. To the, to the court of heaven, to hear, to listen, amen, to the judge, hallelujah, to watch out the judge, amen, certain people, they call them friends of the court, we we ought to be friends of the court, amen, we go to the court to observe, we sit down and we observe, hallelujah, we see how heaven, hallelujah, and the elders, e- elders are judging, making decisions over nations, come on, over people, over society, we sit, down. I like to do that, I just want to be there, and just watch things, hallelujah, and just hear things, okay, okay, So you know how to execute the judgment that is written. There are judgments that are written that we are not executing. Judgments that are written, we are not executing them. Because we refuse, amen, to to learn, to see, to watch how things are happening, amen, in the realm of the spirit, in the throne of heaven. Don't accept, don't settle for, amen, the ideas and the opinions of the world system. Don't. Don't even accept your own opinion. You don't you don't have a finer silver your own life it's not in a man to judge his own way, come on, I say it is not in a man to judge his own way, hallelujah, your judgment your salvation, your redemption is of the Lord, you have to bring yourself, that's why you bring yourself daily you lay yourself on the altar and say God, I present myself to you this day as a living sacrifice I'm a sacrifice, holy and acceptable before you I present my life, when you present yourself, you present your your entire household, you present your children you present your wife, your husband you present everyone that lives under your spiritual jurisdiction you proclaim the day of the Lord you proclaim the heart of God, the mind of God you present your ministry everything that defines your life you present it before the Lord watch God move on your behalf it pays to pray it pays to give yourself to continual prayer Men always ought to pray and not to faint. These are days that people will be fainting because they are not praying. They will be fainting. You know, like I I told you, when you faint, you just slum dead. You slum down. You lose consciousness. Things are happening around you, you're not aware of it. (laughs) You're not aware of it. Trans transactions spiritual transactions are taking place over your over your head you are not aware of it people have been have been enraptured captured before your eyes you're not aware of it things are happening God is moving in the land you're not aware of it the devil is moving in your city and community you're not aware of it why because you are faint when you lo- when you when you when you faint, amen, something something has gone wrong, amen, with your with your blood system. With your blood system, you lose, you lose balance. You slum down. You need somebody else to carry you. The Bible says those who are strong ought to bear the burdens of the weak. Prayerful people are not weak people, they are the strong ones. I said, prayerful people are not on the weak side. The weak are those who don't pray. And if we're not careful, they become prey. They become eating up. we have got to wake up. You've got to rise up. Like I said, prayer is not a marathon. It's a lifetime journey. So don't develop the oh, hallelujah. <laughs> the devil will weary you. <laughs> The devil is very good. He will wait for you. Okay, go ahead. No. If you want to pray, you have to know how to journey. Prayer is a call to journey with God. It's a call to journey with God. Just journey with the Lord. Just walk. Just continue. Amen. There will be time they will say, okay, put in more, you know, more energy. There will be, there will be time they will say, relax, rest. You understand? It's a, it's a lifetime journey. It's not a marathon. Hallelujah. You know, you burn all the steam. And the devil is waiting for you. Three months down the line, you find yourself. How did I get to this point? What happened? <laughs> you understand? You've got you to gotta create capacity. You've got to develop strength. You've got to develop energy. You've got to develop the life. You've got to continue on a day-to-day basis. Your strength is renewed daily. Give us this day our daily bread They renew you. Your strength is renewed like that of an eagle. Come on. You begin to soar high. You begin to mount up with wings like eagle. You're praying. The more you speak the language of the spirit... Something begins to happen on the inside. As something is happening on the inside, amen. There is a heat amen being produced around you. They begin to show you things, they begin to take you into dimension. That's why I keep saying, Listen, friend, when you begin to pray, you will Bible says, Bible says, Bible says, listen to this. The, the scripture says, You will not, you will not reach the entire Jerusalem until the until the return of the Son of Man. That's a powerful statement Jesus made. Jesus is saying that I things that you will not be you'll not be able to fully enter in terms of Jerusalem called the city of God, the nation of God. Hallelujah. The church of the living God, because that's what you know when Jesus speaks, sometimes you got to be able to see behind what he's not saying. So you will not be able to finish reaching the Jerusalem before the return of the Son of Man. It means that when you begin to enter into the spirit and track things by the spirit, you will discover that, ah, there's so much amen, to cover. Why you think, yes, you understand that, then they show you something else. Then they reveal something else to you. Then they take you to another path. Then they show you another direction. Then they call you. You understand? That's, that was what happened in the life of John on the, on the island of Patmos when they took him to heaven. They said, come up higher. Let's show you things. All right? the the more they were showing the more he had questions the more he was asking and sometimes you see he made a mistake he was almost bound to an angel yes because when they bring you to that ascended reality all of the things you think you know will become child's play oh hallelujah thank you father oh we love you lord isn't it a beautiful thing to know that there is enough, there is enough to know, to learn, to become. In the place of prayer, men who have stood the, the test of time, were men who had an altar, who knew to how to bow the knees. Before the most high. Father we honor you this day. We celebrate you. We glorify your name. It's a calling. To pray. It is a calling to pray. I remember I said in my book. I wish there's another word we can use. To define prayer. When we say pray. Because it's so easy to come to a wrong conclusion when we say pray because humanistic religious spirit has so narrowed down what prayer is all religion prays, everyone prays but not everyone have the spirit of Christ to pray is to first to have the spirit of God the first prayer should be Lord I invite you into my life, into my space, into my heart. I receive of your spirit to lead me, to guide me, to direct me. Aha! Then they open up a new world. When you start praying, they open up a new world to you. You begin to see things you've never seen before. You begin to hear things you've never heard before. You are invited into realms beyond Your spiritual imagination. Lord, we honor your name. Help us, Father, to hear your heart and your mind in this brand new day. There are things you are saying to us. There are things you are saying regarding our nation, our generation. There are realities you are revealing regarding our home, family. You're calling us to be well positioned again to know how to engage. So we wait on you, Father, in this new day. We refuse to go in the strength of yesterday. No, no. We refuse to ad, ad, engage in the power of yesterday. Yesterday is gone. It's a brand new day. We have come to receive afresh. We've come to be, yes, clothed anew. We have undressed ourselves of yesterday. Now we are coming to be redress of, yes, that which is required of us to engage this new day. So we thank you that as we receive of the mind of Christ that we are able to think like him. We are able to reason like him. We are able to make, yes, decisions, choices, the way he will have us make them. We thank you this morning, oh God, that your thoughts yes, begins to wash yes, begins to cleanse every idea belief, philosophy, imagination that is not in, in your in your in your will for our life. We say this morning, let let, let your water wash us. We have come to the place of the washing, of oh God. As we pray, Father, we receive, yes, of the mind of Christ. We receive of the thought of Christ. We receive of his desire, of his intention. Ah, We pray this morning that we are well-seated, positioned, yes, in heavenly places. We are seated in heavenly places. That while we are on earth here and we understand our place and relevance in the earth, Yet, we understand that our first position and location is in the the heavenly realm. is on the mountain where we can indeed see things clearly. We see all things well. The young man said, now I see all things well. (laughs) So we come to the place where our sight can be touched. That we can see all things well. And as we see, Father, we make decisions informed by you. We bless your name this morning. The Lord, none shall be lame among us. We thank you that none shall be crippled among us. You say, strengthen the feeble knees. We receive strength, O God, for our feeble knees this morning. We rise up, O God, in the knowledge of your power, in the knowledge of your authority this morning. We call those things that be not as though they were. We bless you, Father, that your spirit is leading us to a place we've never been before. We bless your name this morning that as we step into this new day, into this new week, oh God, into this uh, end of the week, oh God, we pray that you will grant us grace to understand how to interface, oh God, with your mind for this weekend. We bless your name that your spirit, Lord, will once again enable us us energize us endow us oh God yes father with mercy and truth with righteousness and peace we bless you we thank you men always ought to pray not to faint in a town there is a judge who neither fear God nor care about men Yet, there's a widow in that same town who refused, who came to the judge and said, No, avenge me of my adversary. She came with a plea. Even though the judge would not fear God, nor care for men. Because of our continual persistent asking, the scripture says she wearied the judge until he changed his mind <laughs> we can change the mind of certain things in our day in our time not by might not by power but by my spirit of the Lord so we thank you this morning that your spirit is enabling us endowing and empowering us we're seeing changes happening in our homes in the life of our children, our family, our loved ones, so we're seeing change. Change aligning to your divine program for their life. Change aligning to your divine intention. We thank you this morning. As we go out, we proclaim and we declare we are favored of the Lord. We are favored of the Lord. As we go out, we declare that we are blessed of the Lord, that we are enriched by the Lord, that we are graced in the Lord. As we go out this morning, we Break through in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your blessing and glory and grace upon our life. Thank you for the spirit of peace, joy, righteousness. Yes, tranquility. We thank you. Yes, for your kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. We thank you. Thank you. You say, my peace, I give to you. Not like the world gives. No, we don't want the peace of the world. It only lasts for a moment. We receive your peace. You say, my peace I give. We receive, I receive your peace. Your peace. I receive your peace. On behalf of my brethren, on behalf of the body of Christ, we receive peace. We receive peace. On behalf of our city, of our nation, we receive peace. Thank you. Of the increase of your kingdom, of your peace, there shall be no end. We bless you. We glorify you for a day like this. Thank you Lord for all that which your spirit is tearing and doing across the globe. May your kingdom come into our city, into our nation, into South Africa. May your kingdom come. Yes, into the life of our government in, in, in the entire province. May your kingdom come. We banish the spirit of destruction. We come against the spirit of wickedness. We proclaim and we declare the day of the Lord's vengeance. Have your way mighty God. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Oh, when I thank God this morning for his, 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 his heart, his, his mind. Men always ought to pray. And of course, that word men is talking about everyone. So may we continue to pray, friends. May we not faint. May you not go into stupor. May you not allow yourself to be overwhelmed by the events, global events. May you rise up. May you see things. And may you not sample things from face value. May you have the eyes of the spirit. May the Lord continue to awaken your understanding mind. May you have the revelation of the ascended one. May you see things from Christ's perspective. May you make decisions that are well-informed from truth. May God continue to stay your heart in the place of prayer. And when you are stayed, please respond, because God can stay us, and we may choose not to respond. When they stay your heart, please do respond, and you will see change. Thank you, everyone, this morning for connecting with me. I really appreciate your connection this morning. Go there and succeed. God bless you. Until I see you again, enjoy the presence of God. Bye-bye.